plenty of clouds out there, but a good amount of blue skies. It's midweek Wednesday. Good to be with you. I'm Eric Carpenter, and this is KCVL KCRK. People interested in forest grouse will want to listen up here. It is the Department of Fish and Wildlife's Question of the Week. Hi, I'm Anne-Marie Prince, wildlife biologist at your Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife office in Colville. At WDFW, we get a lot of questions from members of the public. Bob, near Monumental Mountain, recently called in to say that he used to hunt and enjoy seeing grouse in the area, but rarely sees them anymore, just turkeys. So he's wondering if there are any plans to reintroduce grouse to the area. First off, great question, Bob. At this time, we do not have plans currently in the works to translocate grouse from other areas to northeast Washington. Harvest stats over the past 40 years show a decline in the number of harvested forest grouse. And this is partly due to decreased hunter participation, but also lower numbers of grouse. One population impact appears to be that early season hunting in the first part of September puts breeding age females at higher risk for harvest. So females with chicks are more often harvested while they protect their chicks. And continual harvest of these hens can reduce local populations over the long term, especially in areas easily accessed by hunters. As a result, WDFW made a change to the forest grouse season starting in 2021 that's aimed at increasing the abundance of forest grouse. So prior to 2021, the forest grouse season started on September 1st annually and went through December 31st. Forest grouse broods typically break up in mid-September. So now the season starts two weeks later on September 15th to give chicks time to disperse and runs through January 15th. So the season is the same number of days, but starts and ends two weeks later than in the past. And this approach, which is also used in other Western states, aims to reduce the disproportionate harvest of hens, which impacts population growth or decline. So we also hear a lot that turkeys are negatively affecting grouse, but we think the impact of turkeys on grouse is likely minimal. Given they overlap in other areas of the country and some diet studies indicate there isn't much competition for resources. However, there are likely other impacts to forest grouse that are harder for WDFW to address, like habitat degradation and drought. So for calling in with a question, Bob wins a can of bear spray to take with him on his outdoor adventures. You can also win bear spray just by asking a question. If there is something you've been wondering about, send it to communications at dfw.wa.gov or call 509-563-5495. And please include an email address or phone number because there will be a random drawing for bear spray each week of people who submit questions. Tune in to the news Wednesdays at 7, 8, noon, and 5 for the Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife Question of the Week. Email your questions on fish, wildlife, habitat, hunting, and more to communications at dfw.wa.gov or you can call 509-563-5495 and leave us your question. We'll answer one question every Wednesday. All right, a little bit about grouse today. See those little guys running around and flying up into the bushes and the trees. Well, yeah, another indication it's springtime. Very frustrating. (laughs) 
I'm sure you have the frustrations at your house of a variety of things, everything from uh, deer eating your flowers to um, to that. But uh, it, it, it's springtime, and the beavers down two of my trees uh, Sunday night into Monday. It's kind of a yeah. It, we actually we we had lost no trees last year. Um, which was really nice <clears throat> because the year before uh, uh, we dispatched the beavers. Uh, previous years, we used to have a fellow that uh, came out and uh, um, put out the big uh, clam trap things and uh, caught the beavers, but uh, he's not around anymore. And... So yeah, I had to keep a keep an eye out. The mom, the beavers uh, from the Colville River are back, uh, very, uh, very much uh, chomping down the trees this spring. Uh, let's check with Shelley Short. The craziness continues over in Olympia. 7th District Legislative Update with Senator Shelley Short. I'm Tracy Ellis. Hello, Senator Short. Hello, and welcome to folks back home. So what's the significance of this recent state Supreme Court ruling on the capital gains income tax? This decision represents political betrayal of the people of the state of Washington. This decision is not about the power of the people over government. It's about the power over the people. That's what this decision represents. Make no mistake that everybody will eventually be under the umbrella of this income tax. But I'd like to take folks back to 2021. We were under a COVID shutdown. We were all virtual. And the majority Democrats brought this bill forward. They brought it forward and they were brazen enough to add an emergency clause, which meant that the people of the state of Washington could not have their say through a referendum, a vote of the people. Even though this issue was resoundingly voted down 11 times. Since 1934, when the Supreme Court initially ruled against an income tax, and more notably that it had to go to a vote of the people, every single time since then, the people have said no. In 2010, the last time it was brought up for a vote, 64% of the voters in the state of Washington said no. That means, folks, it's not just an Eastern Washington vote. It's not an urban or a rural vote. It's everybody together. 64% is huge. And folks, let's think of all of the work that the Democratic majority has done the last several years in the middle of inflation. It raised the price of gasoline to deal with environmental issues. They're limiting you in how you can heat your homes. So this isn't the only thing that impacts families in the state of Washington. Think about how much our gas taxes have gone up. Think about how much more our farmers are paying for their fuel, even though state law said they were supposed to be exempt from the fuel taxes. Think about inflation. Think about our costs of rent, our costs of food. Families are struggling. This adds another layer at a time where families don't need it. It's the worst decision I've ever seen coming out of the Supreme Court. 7th District Legislative Update with Senator Shelley Short. All right, there you have it, Shelley Short's opinion. It makes me, you know, every now and then, because uh, my opinion of the Washington State Supreme Court is uh, they're a bunch of gutter rats, but... Sometimes I wonder, man, am I am I totally off base? 
and uh, Shelly Short. Uh, big emergency. We're going to have to have an income tax, and no, the people aren't going to be able to vote on it. You know, come election time, we may have good legislators around here. You need to talk to your relatives, your friends that live in other areas, and explain to them what damage some of these uh, other legislators are doing to the state of Washington. Spring is here. The temperatures are rising outside and the prices are falling inside at Saunders Furniture in Colville. Spring into savings with Flexdale reclining furniture up to 50% off. Plus, don't let inflation keep you from the furniture of your dreams. Saunders Furniture has up to 12 months special financing with 0% interest and $0 down on approved credit. Spring into savings at Saunders Furniture, downtown Colville. And there's a program, and the state of Washington initially did a really bad job of explaining this program. As far as I'm concerned, the state still is doing a real crappy job of explaining it. But some organizations are getting out there and making sure people understand they well may have money coming from the state, up to $1,200. Well... At the Colville Library tomorrow, you are going to be able to get help signing up for the Working Families Tax Credit. Now, you, you have to file a federal tax return in order to, to even apply for this Washington State credit. So we talked with Jameson Kelly about that event that's coming up tomorrow. It's free. They just want to help you out. This is Jameson Kelly. I'm a program coordinator at the American Indian Community Center in Spokane. We have a team working kind of the eastern region of the state in regard to some outreach around the Working Families Tax Credit. And so that's what we're doing in Colville is sharing information about this new credit, helping people apply if they need assistance, Thursday from 1 to 6, we're going to be set up in the community room at the Colville Public Library on 195 South Oak Street to help people find out if they qualify for the Working Families Tax Credit and help them apply if they need help. And also, we're bringing in a, a paid a CPA to help folks um, prepare their taxes if they need to. One of the requirements for applying for this new Washington State Credit is that you have filed your tax returns for 2022 for the last filing year. So if they don't have those, we may be able to assist on Thursday as well. The reason that the State Department of Revenue has partnered with agencies like ours is because it is a new program. It's the first time Washington State has done this. So it's kind of a pilot program in that regard. Working Families Tax Credit is geared toward low to moderate income Washingtonians. Anyone can come in. The folks that are going to qualify for this credit are low to mid-income earners, have lived in the state of Washington for at least six months out of the last year, and have filed their federal returns. If folks have qualified for the earned income tax credit on their federal returns, they will likely qualify for additional monies from Washington State and our program here because Washington State borrowed the same criteria 
for that credit on the federal taxes, if that makes sense. So to apply for the working families tax credit, we'll need a copy of their federal income tax for 2022, a 1040, either electronic or in paper. Must have also all the supporting documents, schedules, or the W-2s or 1099s, etc. Want a complete list of names of all the persons on that 1040 and their social security numbers, date of birth. And we want a valid photo ID for the applicant. And if they qualify and want to have that money directly deposited into an account, we would need them to bring a voided check to get the routing and account number. If they don't have to do that, that's an option. They can also apply mail-in or online as well. So the tax assistance we're doing is really to assist people that would qualify for this new credit and meet those requirements. They may not know if they qualify coming in, but that's why we're providing a tax preparer. So if you're coming in to have a simple tax return prepared, of course, bring in your 2021 tax return if you have it, a valid picture ID, your social security number or a tax ID number if you have that, and then all the statements that you would need to file those, your W-2s, your 1099s, etc., and then any proof of health insurance. You know, the American Indian Center, of course, the mission is to create a safe, cultural, relevant gathering space in Spokane, but outreach, education, and assistance primarily for urban-based Native Americans living in the greater Spokane area. So while our programs here at the center are open to everybody with the exception of a couple of those programs, that is, you know, we want to reach Natives. But these programs that we're offering at Colville at the library and at the center here in Spokane, we're just trying to strengthen community members through a various number of services. But because of the tribal affiliation in that area and, you know, our reach, Colville is special because not a, a lot of the other grantees are going to be working that area. Also, at events like this where we're doing outreach and educating people about this program and offering to help with applications, there's not always going to be a tax preparer on site. So that's why I think this event here in Colville is going to be kind of special. We're not Native-specific on our programs, and we're not just serving Colville tribe. One need be a tribal enrolled member to use the services here at the center either. AICCINC.org. If you want more information on the Working Families Tax Credit or what they might want to bring to the event in Colville, go to AICCINC.org. It's American Indian Community Center. You can also go to workingfamiliescredit.wa.gov to learn more about the tax credits. So folks, for assistance, can come down to the Colville Public Library at 195 South Oak Street in Colville on Thursday, March 30th from 1 to 6 p.m. All right. It's 1 till 6. Down at the library, this is open for everybody. If you've already filed your tax return, bring your tax return along with you and uh, have some ID and pretty good shot that uh, you're going to get some money back from the state of Washington. So also, if you haven't done your taxes, they will have a CPA there on hand to help you out with some free tax uh, assistance in getting that federal return filed. Uh, one till six o'clock, that is tomorrow, down at the Colville Library. Hi, this is Sarah from Reimagined Home in beautiful downtown Colville. 
We are your premier one-stop shop for flooring, blinds, home decor, furniture, locally made gifts, and so much more. Everything you need to turn your house into your dream home. We carry Annie Sloan chalk paint, the one and only true chalk paint. We also offer custom painting and fun workshops. Come check us out at 108 South Main in Colville or give us a call at 509-684-4673. All right, here's the Senate bill. Um, it's one that I had not heard much talk about, but uh, this this Senate bill would allow homeless youth shelters to avoid notifying parents of runaway children if the juvenile is seeking gender-affirming treatment. Sponsored by uh, a senator out of Mukilteo, it would uh, also allow host homes to keep runaway children from their parents or legal guardians for the purpose of helping them access gender affirmation surgery or medical procedures. The bill has cleared the Senate. 27 to 19 was the vote. Uh, the bill continuing to advance through the legislature. They, they had a public hearing on it, and it was almost 100% uh, in opposition to the proposal, arguing that it undermined parental rights and could have permanent irreversible effects on children's bodies. Under the existing law... Whenever a juvenile enters a licensed youth shelter, the organization must determine whether the parents are aware of their child's location and notify law enforcement. The shelter must also notify the parents within 24 to 72 hours if the youth does not have permission to be there. They can declined to notify parents under compelling reasons, abuse, or neglect if the parents are notified. This new bill, the Senate Bill 5599, adds an additional compelling reason for not notifying parents, and that is to include if the child is seeking gender-affirming treatment the bill sets aside $7.5 million for the Office of Homeless Youth Prevention and Protection Programs and uh, grants to organizations to address the needs of youth and young adults seeking these protected health services. That is, uh, again... Uh, we'll see what the House does on this. The House uh, floor vote, I'm not sure. It's like today or tomorrow. We'll check on that. But uh, the Senate bill passed 2719 on that uh, proposal. 
Foggen Brothers Lumber specializes in forest improvements and thinning treatments that add value to the forests for people, products, and the environment. We are currently purchasing saw logs, tonwood, chipwood, and also timberland. Contact Wagen Brothers today at 509-684-5071. Or for more information, go to www.wagenbrothers.com. It was a beautiful afternoon for baseball in Colville yesterday. Colville baseball hosting Freeman. We had that game on the radio on KCVL. Going into the bottom of the fourth inning, Colville led Freeman 2-1. to one. Well, that's when Colville sent 14 batters to the plate, scored nine runs, took an 11-1 lead. Scotty's threatened to come back in the fifth, but uh, Colville defense shut that down. Um, 11-1, the win over Freeman for Colville baseball yesterday. 11 runs, 7 hits, uh, 3 errors. Luke Anderson, the win pitching for Colville. Uh, next up for Colville, softball this Friday. That'll be at Lakeside, 4 o'clock. We'll have that uh, Colville-Lakeside softball game. That'll be Friday, 4 in the afternoon on KCVL. A lot of uh, spring sports in full action now. Well, the Major League Baseball, the regular season opener for the Seattle Mariners coming up tomorrow night. 6 o'clock pregame, first pitch at 7-10, the Cleveland Guardians in Seattle. It'll be four games against Cleveland. Mariner baseball opening up the regular season. Hey, by the way, when you're out and about, uh, some of the uh, Mariner radio sponsors, uh, you the pocket schedules, they got printed. They arrived yesterday, and you can pick up your uh, pocket schedule so that you know just who and when the Mariners are playing ball. Those pocket schedules available now. A look at today's local weather forecast brought to you by Kettle Falls Family Dentistry and Implant Solutions, 130 West 10th in Kettle Falls, offering general dentistry for all ages, new patients and emergencies welcome. Call 738-6880 for Kettle Falls Family Dentistry. Sunshine, about 58 degrees today. Some clouds overnight, 28 the low. Partly sunny, 57 on Thursday. Uh, by midday, mid-afternoon, uh, chance of some rain on Friday. A high of 49. Rain Friday night. Staying above freezing, an overnight low of 35. Rain on Saturday. Rain Possible snow showers overnight, Saturday night. Uh, early in the day, Sunday, snow and turning to rain, 46 the high. More rain on Sunday, rain and snow on Monday, and continuing on into Tuesday. The high uh, near 50 each day, 
Overnight lows again below freezing. Tonight, though, not going to get all that cold. Let Dr. Chip Johnson, his friendly professional staff, they'll give you a new reason to smile. At Kettle Falls Family Dentistry and Implant Solutions. Starting the midweek Wednesday off very nicely. It is 34 degrees here at the radio station. I'm Eric Carpenter. This is KCVL KCRK.